Brands on Brands. Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? This week, we're talking about how to build out your brand voice and your brand image, how to expand your attention to lots and lots of people. Check it out. In a world where content is king and your reputation is your brand, how do you build a brand that matters? Welcome to Brands on Brands, a home for those that think different and push their boundaries. This is where branding that matters lives. Now, here is your host, Brandon Berkmeyer. Hey, 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 what's up? Welcome to Brands on Brands. I'm Brandon Berkmeyer, your personal marketing coach, and I believe that building a brand that matters is the only way for a person to thrive tomorrow. Appreciate you guys tuning in. I'm excited. This is the last part, part four of the four stages of personal branding. This is how you go from zero to 100 in terms of building your brand. I wanted to make sure you had a roadmap. You had somewhere to start from zero and what to do all the way through the end, at least to have a vision of that and the things you need to focus on first versus second versus third and beyond. And we've mapped that out. Obviously, we can't cover every little nuance in these four phases on just a podcast. There's accountability. There are workshops. There are trainings. There are tutorials. There are uh, tools you need that will actually get you there. And I'm happy to walk you through these one by one, but it takes time. Personal branding is not a one and done thing. It is actually a continual journey over time. And if you want to work with someone on that, I would love to be that person for you. Uh, I'm currently opening the doors for working with 10 people one-on-one to coach them through building their personal brand. It's a six-month process, but I would be there with you side-by-side for accountability, for coaching, for bringing in experts to help solve problems, and for each day, keeping you accountable to achieving these goals. So if that's enticing to you guys, reach out to me. That's uh, brandsonbrands.com forward slash coach to set up a call and see if we're a fit. There's no pressure there at the end of the day. If it's not something for you, no problem, but at least we'll have built that relationship and gotten started. Other than that, I'm excited to get going and jump into the show. Brands on Brands. Hey, hey, what's up everyone? This week, as promised, it's our last step in the personal branding process, the last stage of personal branding which we'll call building your brand image and honing your brand voice, right? This is one of the kind of more interesting steps for me because getting to see people go from just throwing random content out there to really honing in on what their voice is as a creator, as someone who's providing a service, as a thought leader, as someone who eventually wants to be known in their industry, uh, finding that that niche, that corner of the, the pie that they want to dive into is always a process, right? We start out really big and grandiose and we try different things and we pivot and we switch. And then eventually we hone in on that thing. And what's beautiful is as you start to really get clarity around what you want your identity to be, then really you have some acceleration that can happen towards your goals because that clarity means that Everyone that meets you now starts to carry on and pass along that message of what you are good at. And that, when it's clear, can be very powerful. So the in terms of 
crafting that message of your brand image, of your brand voice. The couple of things that I want you to just stick in your mind today, uh, one is about illustrating your expertise. And number two is about pillar content, right? So illustrating your expertise is critical. And what, what this means is that in everything you do, uh, whether it's helping someone one-on-one or going on onto a website or a networking thing and helping people or being featured in a Facebook group or in a podcast, or even to the point of writing your own content, you are very focused in understanding the topic that you could talk all day about that is your expertise, right? And that's going to be a mixture of stories that uh, illustrate your points, of frameworks that you use to help people, of examples of people you've helped, uh, and lessons that you could teach along the way. All that combined helps illustrate your expertise and your job as you have built and you're in this phase four of personal branding is to continue to demonstrate expertise and find new ways of sharing that a different piece and slice of that expertise to as many people as possible. In some cases, it'll be redundant. You might be telling the same story, but to new people and new people. In other cases, you'll be telling new stories to the same people. Um, Whatever it is, as long as they are focused within your niche and within your area and zone of expertise, it will all be a cumulative effect in terms of snowballing into this thing that you want to be known for, right? And what's great is it's just a matter of time. Every day, every month, every blog post, every social media post, every interaction, every speaking opportunity adds to this body of work over time. And it's you just continuing to say, I'm committed to illustrating my expertise at every potential opportunity. And getting practiced at sharing that knowledge is part of this, right? So having those models mapped out, having those stories written out ahead of time, you can, every time you think of one, write it down, save them so that you can refer back to them and remember that this is how I teach these things. And you can start to build those back into your offers, which we talked about in the last episode, but having those ways of explaining to people what you do and how they can move forward to the result is huge. And it might just be, you said it one way this time and it didn't resonate, but you said it slightly different the next time that just lit a light bulb in someone's head that said, oh my God, that's what I've been waiting for to hear. And now they're ready for help, right? Um, So try to illustrate expertise at every stage that you can. And then the second piece is this idea of pillar content, right? So what I think I did when I started, what a lot of people that I talked to do is we get this idea of we need to start just being present and active in every media outlet possible, right? And the problem is we start just seeing all kinds of random stuff to random different people, but we never really focus on a particular piece of the pie. And an example would be, let's say you want to be known for something, right? Let's say it is, you want to be known for email list building. Okay. Or, you know, yeah, let's say that one. You want to be known for list building, right? And one of the premier keynote speakers in that space, her name's Amy Porterfield. She's a brilliant at it. You could check that out, but how does that happen? Right? Well, eventually you have to have focus. You can't be talking about a million things. You have to have focus towards one thing. And if you want to be known for email list building, then literally everywhere you go, you need to be talking about how to build your email list. And on top of that, when you are writing content and producing blogs and posting on social media, 
all of those need to be mapped towards that same particular topic. And the way we think about this, when you're actually out there building blogs or building content is, do you have something that demonstrates from in the deepest way possible, how to solve that problem? So in this case, it would be how to build an email list, your ultimate guide, right? What is that for you? Write it out top to bottom and have it somewhere as a resource or as a post that explains everything you know in terms of how to get there, right? That we call cornerstone content. We call it pillar content. It is the thing you want to be known for. And everything else you create after that can feed into that. So that if you say, you know, this week, we're just going to talk about how to write email headings, right? That as its own article and its own, you know, amount of information and, and words can, you know, feed into your pillar content, which is the ultimate guide of how to build an email list. But because they are connected in that way, you can somewhere in that article say, hey, did you enjoy, are you enjoying this content about how to write email headings? Great. If so, you will love my ultimate guide to how to build an email list. And they start to connect in that way, right? Having everything you create filtered towards this one topic is helpful. And then you can think about that, not just in a blog format, but in podcasts, in social media, all that content is connected and starts to add up in terms of credibility for you. So if you get a chance to go on someone's podcast, what are the four topics that are the most important topics you would want to talk about that demonstrate that you are the king of or queen of email list building, right? What are those things that people would want to know that might even bring them into being interested in working with you to begin with? So taking that focus, once you have clarity and really going 100% towards everything you do, every stage you get on, every piece of content you write, being focused on that expertise is what catapults you to being known for that thing and having a reputation so that when your friends are like, do you know anyone that it, it could help me really grow my audience? Be like, oh, I know the, the list building guy or girl. You've got to talk to them, right? You are that person now. Even if there's multiple people in that field, they know you personally, you, that you're the person that they're going to recommend, okay? So that's the message part of it. Really honing in on, this is what I do. This is what I want to be known for. This is what I'm good at. And then creating all your content around that and focused around that. The second piece of this is attention. Again, we've talked about lots of types of attention. Uh, we talked about one to zero, which is you creating something and no one seeing it like a website we, you know, when you're starting. And then we, as you moved forward, we talked about one-to-one -one messaging, which was you networking with people one-to-one -one and sending direct messages. We talked about one-to-few, which was you getting in front of uh, small groups and tapping into those relationships. And now we're going to talk about one-to-many. This is how do you create content and opportunities and communication that brings large audiences to you over time, right? And there's a couple of, of I think, key, there's a lot of things, but there's a couple of ones that stand out to me that I'm going to share with you. Uh, we talked about stages already, and those can just be bigger stages, right? But beyond that, I want to start with content. Uh, for me, content is the one that no one really understands, except for like the expert content creators. And really, for the average person who's getting started, what I want them to know is the more you can create content that is connected to the thing that you are known for and delete everything else, the more it'll work for you. But that means using content that maps together and also using the right amount of keywords in your content 
that gets you recognized that the computers can recognize and be like, oh yeah, this is what this article is about. So that you can start to rank, you know, just finding one article that you can create that starts to rank for a keyword that you want to be known for can change your business because now you've created a set of leads that'll come in, not just once, but every month. If you can rank for something that people are searching for, whether it's a YouTube video, a podcast episode, or a blog article on Google, if you can create that top page result for a word that you know people are searching for within that world that you want to be known for, and you can rank for it, you've now created something that you will consistently get traffic for every week, every day, every month. And then you can make sure, okay, now that that page is what's starting to pop for me, how do I take people from that page and bring them into my world? How do I get them on my email list? How do I send them to other content that I have? How do I get them to interact with me uh, in some way, shape, or form? But it all starts with you finding the content that you want to be known for and creating it in a way that can be found, that can be the best article on that topic, period, or the best episode or the best YouTube video on that topic, period, so that you can start to generate views of that based on what people are already doing. Uh, and then the, the, the next thing that I'll, I'll bring out to you guys is if you really want to get known, and this is without paying for anything, right? Uh, if you really want to get known then, and build that attention for your expertise, then the thing that really I want to get you guys to think about is how do you build in relationships with people who have influence? How do you really build in relationships with people who have influence? And the best way to do that for me is to, you have to like them first, right? So you have to find the people that you think make sense that are your people that you vibe with, that you respect what they do and who they speak to and how they help and embed yourself in their world. Like literally embed yourself in their world, buy their book, go to the events that they are speaking at, join their programs and find a way to interact with them. Okay. That's the only way you can actually build a relationship. And guess what? There's a secret tool to this. One is if you have a podcast like this one that we're on today, you can invite people to be on your show, tell them why you want them on your show and build a relationship in that way. Uh, it's a great hack for building relationships with people that you don't know instead of just fanboying over them. But I'd say even more important than that is if you can get in a room with somebody, shake their hand, get to know them, and then mention the podcast even better, right? Because instead of asking something from them, you're like, uh, I have the show, by the way, like, I'd love to get you on there and feature you into my audience. So beyond influencer relationships and just being friends with and getting to know them, the next level of that is building a platform that is your platform that people want to be on, right? Because if you can start to build attention for your information, your content, and you can share that attention with other people, even people who have bigger audiences are looking for a lot of smaller platforms to get new eyeballs from. So developing your platform is an amazing way to build your brand image. And guess what? It starts to unlock a lot of the tools that you'll need to do this consistently. Because as you have your own platform, you can then start to fill in your messaging ongoing through your, you know, what emails am I going to send out? What content am I going to put on social media? All of that can come from an original podcast format or original YouTube show format or something like that. But it's, you know, interview based uh, or solo show based, but it can start there. And having that platform is like building your own stage over time. So long-term, these are the things that are going to give you the most return 
over over time, right? Because once you build them, they're there for you to con to continue sending leads over time. Um, it's not where I would start because at the beginning you need quicker return on investment, um, which is why we've talked about these different phases, right? But in the long term, one to many, that's one way to get there. And then once that stuff's built, then you can look at the things like paying for ads, paying for more eyeballs, paying for more attention. But you have to have all these other systems built first so that you know when more people come into your system that it can handle uh, converting these people and turning them into a community and a tribe that's interested in doing what, helping, getting the help from you that, that they're looking for. So those are the four phases. I really hope that that was helpful for you guys. Again, this is just the conceptual version of what I help people do on a day-to-day -day basis. If you are looking for help on a weekly basis and you want to have someone to help you with that along the way, to share in the experience, to provide you guidance, to introduce relationships, and to provide accountability to make sure you're getting this done, but moving faster than you ever could on your own. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to understand your story and see if we're a fit. So that's brandsonbrands.com forward slash coach to set up a call and just to see if we are a fit and at least to tell me your story and build a relationship. So uh, that's the best way I know I can offer to help you guys. Other than that, just keep on listening to the show. We're always dropping free advice here every week. Uh, I appreciate you for listening. And if you liked it, go ahead and tag us on Instagram at Brandon Berkmeyer. And I will reply to that post if you grab a screenshot of the episode from the podcast. Uh, otherwise, keep on listening. And I appreciate you. And I will catch you all next time. You've just taken your marketing knowledge to another level with this episode of Brands on Brands. But we have plenty more ways to help you build a brand that matters. Head over to BrandsOnBrands.com for resources, as well as access to our blogs, videos, and exclusive coaching sessions with your host. Be sure to visit BrandsOnBrands.com.